Welcome back to Nurse Talk. I'm Casey Hobbs. And I'm Shane Mason. Go as far as you can see. When you get there, you can see farther. Those are the words of wisdom that our next guest has followed over the past 20 years of her life. Amanda Krantz is the founder and CEO of Doja.com, a website connecting patients and caregivers for the sole purpose of sharing gratitude. Before her latest stint in corporate America, she was an Air Force captain, professional drummer, Harvest Business School graduate, serial entrepreneur, tennis coach, and last week she won four Nobel Prizes and rescued 12 (laughs) puppies from a burning building. But she didn't even want to talk about that, Shane. (laughs) So welcome to the show. Thank you. Doje, that's gratitude in Cantonese, was born from a true place of gratitude after Amanda had her first child. An amazing nurse took care of me, and by the time I realized all that Laura, the nurse's name, had done for me and my son, she was off her shift and I never saw her again. Three and a half years later, I had another incredible nurse, Elspeth. She stood by my side for 12 hours, and I was determined to share my gratitude this time. It took me eight months to track her down. During my conversation with her, I started to learn that our system for appreciating awesome caregivers is terribly broken, so I set out to fix it. Amanda, welcome to Nurse Talk. It's a pleasure to have you with us today. Thank you very much. All right, so let's talk about Doje and what it took to get started. Absolutely. So being a patient and not coming from the healthcare side of things, originally I didn't think this was going to be a company. I just really wanted to thank Elspeth. And when I tracked her down and talked to her, it, it seemed like maybe this could be more universal. So I have a really good friend, Lisa, who's a PICU nurse, and I called her and said, hey, what, what have you seen? And it really seemed like in our country, people get cookies, chocolates, you know, and which is great, and they mm-hmm. appreciate it, and I mm-hmm. don't want to stop that. Um, yeah, please don't. Yeah, do not stop <laughs> don't that. Don't cut off the nurses don't from the cookies. Don't cut off the cookies. food train. That is my advice. But, you know, the person you want to thank may not be coming in for the next couple shifts. And, you know, they did so much and they come back and there's no nothing there for them. So I thought, shouldn't they have their own gratitude locker where they get to get this thank you? They get to keep it for themselves. And their supervisor can know and appreciate them because they don't always see these things going on as well. Keep the cookies, but make sure that that connection happens. Mm -hmm. Then I started talking to lots of hospital administrators and other nurses and realized there's all these other things getting in the way, like HIPAA. So our big joke Mm -hmm. at the beginning was... It took us a year talking to a bunch of hospitals before we made much progress. Yeah. People would literally just say, HIPAA. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly like, right. Me. HIPAA what? Yeah. HIPAA. Yeah. And so that was like Health Insurance and Privacy Portability Act. It's a big one. So one of my co-founders is in Denver, and we were in a band together, and she was the lead singer, and much better than I am at the on the phone, and and just figuring things out. You know, no fear. And I said, we've got to figure out HIPAA. Like, go research it. My thought is get online. I come from a technology background. Look it up, and I'm reading about it. Like, what is the HIPAA problem? So she picked up the phone, and like, she's like, I called like the head of HIPAA. I'm like, there's a head of HIPAA. (laughs) (laughs) And like, no joke. She's like, this is the. And is she big? <laughs> yeah. Walks <laughs> in. Um, and so we started to get an idea. And then I talked to the COO of Stanford Hospital, and he finally pulled it all together. We do not require patients to authenticate. This is not go through a portal and ask right, for medical good. advice. You get on in 90 seconds, share your gratitude, be done. You might not think of thanking them until years later. We've seen yeah. families might want to thank yeah. You know, people that took care of their family members. They're mm-hmm. not on a patient portal. So patients can say whatever they want, and that's fine. But the HIPAA concern is that because they're not authenticating, the care providers cannot respond in any way that provides any type of personal information. But that still means they can reply, which doesn't exist right now. If you leave a paper card or leave cookies, you don't know if it got to the person that you wanted so to So true, pay. and oftentimes it doesn't, yeah. Yeah, so now we wrote pre-written responses. Very nice. Where they can say, thank you so much for, and also the nurses didn't want extra work. Honestly, that was another yeah. problem. Like, <laughs> I love this, but right. I can't do any more. Right. And so, you know, thank you so much for your kind words. It means the most to me. 
and you know, wow, it made my day to hear that you're doing so well. And, and patients can attach photos as well. And so, you know, it was great to see how well you're doing now. Yeah. Those things mean so much to the patient, and it's still no HIPAA violation. So that that was a big first step. And then continuing to iterate the product. We spent a lot of times trying to build this so that it does not create any extra work for nurses um, as well. We understand the patient side, but really figuring out what do they need. That was a lot of getting it off the ground. And then the final thing was finding a healthcare leader. And we found this in Kim Skur as the executive director at UCSF Benioff Children's Hospital. And several other people at UCSF helped navigate the system who are awesome. And being able to say, this is new, it's a startup, we don't know for sure if it's going to work, but we believe in the power of gratitude and, and we aren't afraid to give this a shot. And so we had no data to prove that this was going to be beneficial. And so that was the final step to kind of get us rolling as someone to give us that shot. That's so, great. Yeah. It's great that UCSF did listen and yeah. where else but a teaching facility. So let's talk about gratitude in general. It's a science. Do you think that we use the word gratitude without really thinking about what it truly means? I think people think of gratitude differently, and we've debated this a lot. Um, thank you, gratitude. If you look it up online, they'll have a lot of synonyms, but the meaning is really different to different people. And can you use, I want to thank someone interchangeably with, I want to express my gratitude. So I don't know if I have a definite answer. I do believe that it is a, there is a science of gratitude. Um, UC Berkeley, UC Davis has the Greater Good Science Center, which has, with the Templeton Foundation, have millions of dollars that they've invested in researchers studying the science of gratitude. And the data that they've come up with is amazing um, to show that it really does affect you know, medical markers of both the health and well-being of the patients and the staff. Um, so there is a lot of science around it. And we're also partnering with, um, there's two Harvard business school, well, one Harvard business school professor and another PhD doctoral candidate who's working with her that have been studying gratitude and the effects on organizational outcomes outside mm. of healthcare. Mm. And because some of the questions and the barriers we've seen, every hospital we've talked to, Johns Hopkins, the military health system, UCLA, big hospitals want to do this, but costs are tight. Yes. They know it's important. Like no one's questioned that this is what we're doing is needed. It makes sense. But can they justify their time? You know, and even you know, the money is super small, is you know, insignificant mm -hmm. to them. It's mostly the time and how important is it. And so I'm really excited about this study that we're just getting ready to kick off um, where we can show the actual effects on the bottom line from the hospital, which is why we chose to partner with the business side versus the psychology research. Because the psychology is proven. Like, right. they get it. It's the business. Yeah, like, yeah. does this affect the bottom line yep. for the hospital? So will they invest in it? So that's something where if there's anybody who's listening that wants to be a part of that study. It's We haven't kicked it off yet. We're getting close. And so um, there's an opportunity to have a free pilot just to share your data, um, looking for as many people as we can from a bunch of different facilities to make it as valuable as possible. That's yeah. excellent. And That's for those nurses out there that are trying to get something through at their particular organization, mm -hmm. that this is really smart because a lot of times the psychology is proven. But that's not what the bean counters are worried right. about. So whether you like it or not, if you can show it to them through this other route, you're likely to get results. Absolutely. I want to talk a little bit about how Doje works. And this uh -huh. is spelled D-O-H-J-E dot com for that's those right. of you that want to kind of follow along. Let's say that I want to thank a nurse at Kaiser. Mm -hmm. Can you walk me through that process for how I would do that? So you go to doje.com, like you said, and there's a button that says send a Doje note. Click that and you... Uh, right now, if you go at this very moment, you would get to a page that you can choose nine facilities who are our initial partners. Um, you click one of them and you would look for um, either by face if you don't remember their name. If you remember their name, you can type it in. You can filter by title. So like for me, I started um, – this came out of labor and delivery experience. So if I wanted to thank a lactation consultant out of 10,000 staff members, if I just filter by lactation consultant, I'll see the six that exist at UCSF okay. and I can pick her so. and then um, go through sending the note, which 
which is, um, again, really simple. You can pick your connection, patient, family of patient, identify who you are, coworkers. I didn't mention that yet. Coworkers can thank each other. And then pick a pre-written message, just like the care providers can have a pre-written response. We, originally, we had an open box, and people were dropping off there. Um, we're like, why? And a friend of mine, again, not in healthcare, not even in startups, said, when you walk into a Hallmark store, most of the cards have words on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only a few are blank. Like, mm-hmm. you need to write things for people. So we added pre-written messages, and you can still write your own, but people will select those. Um, and then you can add one to three photos to show, you know, if it was a you know, cancer patient who someone saw them at their worst, and now they're doing great. And yeah, they're like, look at me now. Cool. And it means so much, again, to the patient and the you know, the care provider to see them. Always. It's yeah. great to see after the fact. And I've heard you, know, you don't see that very often, right? no, You do you not don't. see yeah. it. You don't see the 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 fruits of your labor, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. So it's it's a great idea. And I especially like the bit of thanking each other yeah. uh, and coworkers because that's a really powerful form of gratitude to express and builds great teamwork. And oftentimes when you do it in the institution, it gets co-opted and Mm -hmm. it just seems fake and not, you know, because it's tied to some evaluation or something. This is much more heartfelt and real. I like that. And that's what we're seeing. We didn't think the coworker piece would, we never even thought of that, but UCSF asked us to add that because they'd been doing it by, you know, paper cards. Yes. So now it's really easy, you know, when they're going home from their shift, they can do it on their phone and it's all going within the Doje network and it's not over email so they're saying things that they would never say like you said Correct. other places and they're yes. sharing it so much more frequently which really expands the whole notion of gratitude so yeah. if any institution is considering this you need to consider the psychic benefit you're going to get from running something like this yeah and when hospitals are looking at wanting to increase their patient outcomes if you will mm-hmm. this will do it yeah. gratitude will do it and that's where we've realized where hospitals are willing people are like well, how are you even getting traction with you know we've been talking to Johns Hopkins and you know really big hospitals were a little startup. Um, You know, in the last two years, you know, most people in healthcare are aware of this, and people I've talked to outside don't know that patient satisfaction scores are driving reimbursements. So the yes. so CMS, the Center for Medicare yes. and Medicaid, yes. uh, mm-hmm. have pulled off $1.4 billion was in the first couple of years, and it's increasing every year over the next couple of years as they're figuring out how to best measure it. Mm-hmm. And so out of performance, 30% is based on patient satisfaction, which mm-hmm. is being measured by the old school paper surveys. Some of those are going online, but it's the fact that it's a survey, and people get angry that surveys don't accurately reflect how well they're doing sure. because not the people who fill them out are the ones oftentimes who did not have a good experience and gratitude isn't actually affecting that. So right right now our gratitude data doesn't affect the direct scores but what we have seen at UCSF is it really raises morale. Yes it does. And And morale is the the number one thing affects patient satisfaction. Absolutely. 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 Now before we get to the next question I do want to just share share a story because we're talking about I've been in nursing a long time and when I was 25 taking care of a gentleman who had had a heart attack I had taken care of him for four days and on the fourth day I walk in to his room and he says, oh, I'm so glad you're on. He said, I'm going home tomorrow. And he said, I wanted to thank you. Mm-hmm. I got you flowers. So I wanted to thank you because you really turned around my thinking about male nurses. Mm-hmm. I just didn't think a man <laughs> could be as compassionate as you have been. And I am standing there wearing earrings in my uniform going, <laughs> okay. And he goes, oh my God, I've offended you. I didn't know what to get a man. Candy seemed wrong. <laughs> flowers <laughs> Digging the hole deeper, and I just looked at him, and I said, thank you so much. I know flowers are great. I appreciate it. And went out and said, geez, I got this for being such a good male nurse. So, (laughs) you know, you mentioned about the evaluation, the paper evaluations, the patient satisfaction. So, first off, I want to know what hospitals are using this. Mm -hmm. And then is there a danger that if Jill gets 10 thank yous and 
Gertrude gets two, that is this going to be a problem for for Ger- Gertrude? Well, first it's a problem because her name's Gertrude. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's already a problem because yeah. she's probably what at least seventy five. <laughs> oh man, no, that, that's a really good question. That's something we've thought a lot about. Um, I'll start with the first part of your question, which mm-hmm. is who's using it. So what we're getting ready to roll out on Monday, um, and we're going to be featured on the homepage of AOL.com. So in order to be everything everything ready for that, we wanted to make it a little bit easier for um, patients to thank nurses or any other healthcare provider at any facility anywhere in the U.S. So what we did is we uploaded um, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid have a spreadsheet that is publicly available. So we have 4,800 hospitals now in our database. So when you start typing, you can pick one. It makes uh-huh. it easier to make sure we can deliver. We have the right one. If the one that you want is not in there, like there's still more and there's smaller facilities. It's not just hospitals. Out of the nine we have right now, I'll mention that there's also a few small birth centers and renewal care is a long-term care facility. Mm -hmm. So small facilities can use it as well. Slightly different reasons why they do. But so for the facilities who are not listed, if you type in the name and you don't find it, you just click continue and you can still go through the same process where tell us the name or whatever you remember and then fill out your note. And then what we do on the back end is we go and we track down those people. And because we've spent so much time figuring out how all these different hospitals are set up, we now, it still takes us a long time to navigate it, but we can get the gratitude there where for patients, it's like, oh my gosh, like I don't have time. Like, yeah, if yeah. And there's patient experience directors, sure. all these different people. So what's important to know is when there's a partner facility, you thank the care provider directly, the manager knows they respond. It all happens in real time. When they thank someone who's not listed yet, then we go and do that in the back end. And the more of those that we get, the vision oh, is that great. now more facilities are listed. Because yeah. ultimately the best experience is you find your person and you say, wow, that's her. But we've made some of these connections already and it's magical. Like yeah, where someone yeah. says, oh, wow, they remembered me from three years ago uh, and they yeah. tried to track me down. Like, yeah. thank you so much. So. Yeah, it is wonderful because I think about the the Boston incident and the marathon where people wanted to find people who had been there for him and it was complete strangers and they didn't know and when they would see each other because it's such a powerful moment. And certainly in nursing, you have those powerful moments. So you say your mission is to improve healthcare through gratitude, one thank you at a time. The site is free to users. Do hospitals pay for the service and would your Harvest Business School friends approve, Harvard (laughs) Business School friends approve of the model? Uh, Yes, it is free for users. It's free for patients, it's free great. for nurses, and yeah, we want, you know, it's about gratitude flowing, so it yes. needs to be easy. And I think they would approve of the model because there's a lot of businesses that are doing what's called freemium now, where the core basic service is free, um, and where the hospitals pay is for the data on the back end. When they want this to fit in, they all have different forms of recognition. Programs recognition is not new. But so when all this data is flow or all the gratitude's flowing, being able to get access to that so the supervisors have it. So it goes into sometimes there's DAISY awards. It can be a nomination for that. Um, fundraising at a lot of hospitals is through grateful patient programs. Um, but why should you have to donate and then maybe thank someone? Our thought is mm-hmm. thank them, make that connection, get the gratitude to the person who's appreciated. And then there's nothing wrong with making it easy to donate or support the hospital. Um, so free, make the connection, share gratitude, and as hospitals are ready and want to participate more, um, then that's what they would pay for. And the gratitude enriches both sides. So when you thanked the nurse, Elspeth, didn't it make you feel so good good. to be able to have that? So it works both ways. And so bad when you don't. At the same time, the first nurse who I never thanked, and I eventually did track her down through this and let her know that she was Gertrude. It was not Gertrude. (laughs) It was Laura. And I realized I did not answer your question about Gertrude. Thank you. So that is something also we thought a lot about. So we added a feature where patients can opt in to share their gratitude more broadly. I mean, we purposely stay away from the word share. We actually say 
your gratitude can be used to inspire others. Good. Because we were going through and making sure that the messages that people were sharing were not negative or abusive because there is mm-hmm. that concern. Right. Mm-hmm. And so um, as we were reading them anonymously, not connecting, just going through and making sure the content was okay, we were in tears. Like mm. the things that people were saying were yes. so inspiring. So moving, yeah. And so we're like, you know, what if they want to share this more broadly? Right now, our terms of service says to the supervisor and to mm-hmm. the care provider, but what if they want to? So we added a checkbox that says you can use this to inspire others. Around 40% of patients share that or, tick, or click that so that we can share it. Um, so then we thought, great, we're going to put all this gratitude on the, you know, the screens facing yeah. the nursing station, right. and this yeah. is awesome. And then we realized, wow, there's a handful of people getting all the gratitude and all the other ones aren't. <laughs> What's going to happen to <laughs> right. Gertrude? Yeah. Right. And so, so we haven't done that yet. What we've been doing is, um, hashtag Doje Tuesday. If anyone's on Twitter, we've been taking a few, like one from each facility, um, one note, and sharing it on there. So there's a Great. way that people can opt in, but not sticking it in their face. Yeah, like we have to be more thoughtful because um, it's really not everyone has the personality to receive patient gratitude, but it doesn't mean they're not doing their job well. Correct. And it's not a rating system. Right. It's not a public review Yelp system. This is purely about. I need to express my gratitude as a patient and burned out, compassion fatigued care providers need to know how much they're appreciated. Yeah, yeah and, and be... it's all the ancillary people too. There's a lot of people sure. behind the scenes that the patient doesn't, doesn't interact yeah. with who make it possible for the nurse or primary although, caregiver to do their work. people cleaning the rooms, like so many startups are about doctors. So first of all, nurses, there's not as much innovation I think happening for them. Like there's so mm-hmm. many different ways of connecting with doctors. And then you go one step further. When we went in and took, we took the photos of all the people at UCSF and the guy who, you know, has been there for years and and helps clean the rooms for patients. And he walks by and he's like, can I get you something to drink? And I'm like, get in here and get your picture taken. He's like, well, I'm not a nurse or yeah. a doctor. I'm like, I don't care. And he gets so much gratitude. And you can tell he <laughs> yes. would. Yes. Because That's he makes awesome. like, peer gratitude, patient gratitude. Yeah, yeah yes. it's pretty That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yes. So is there anything else you'd like to share about doj.com? Just that we're still new and learning. Like okay. we want this to be really easy for everybody. So if there's anything that somebody sees that could be better, send us feedback. I want my students to to hear about this because I think that uh, I think it's it, it'd important. Be, yeah. It would be really good if right off the bat that they were getting some of this because it's a rough first year for those folks yeah. sometimes. So that would be really good. That is that- one thing that if... We talked about, I have a nursing student contacted us um, from Emory University and said, can nursing students get on here? So that is a concept that we're playing with of because you get your own gratitude locker, the hospital sets it up. But you as a care provider have your gratitude locker that right. you can take with you and and then attach yourself basically to the next place you work. Right. So how great would it be if nursing students all came out with their locker and Wouldn't when they work somewhere yeah. that they can yes. just say, hey, I now work here. And just like a connection on Facebook or LinkedIn or anywhere else where these things yeah. exist right now, I'd be like, hey, connect myself to this facility. And so they can find me there and my supervisor will know, but it's still my locker and, and my career record. Great. That's fantastic. So thank you so much, Amanda. Thank it's, you, guys. It's, it's been a pleasure. Great work that you're doing. We really appreciate it. So we've been talking with Amanda Krantz. The website is doje, D-O-H-J-E, dot com, where you can engage in the practice of gratitude.